0: You're a monster. He'll get back to it. Um. Dude, okay. One more alma um, must slap you. Fantasy monsters, oh my god. Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how we doing? Good. Week two in the books. It is in the books. Uh 1 well, fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, we one. Yeah, we got like sixteen. Got the Monday night game, which I need to pull up. So thank you for uh, thank you for reminding me. Need to pull that up. Uh, yeah, so we'll keep an eye on that game. Give you some updates. Uh, but we actually have some exciting news that we wanted to kind of share with you guys. Yeah. Um, we're really, really pumped. Uh, we actually um, have someone that's going to be sponsoring uh, our podcast moving forward for a while. We. We've kind of partnered with an organization and we just want to kind of, uh, share with you guys a little bit about the organization. So, um, we are residents of St. Louis and uh, we are home to some of the best medical care in the country. And we have hundreds of community organizations that also serve women and children. And even despite these resources, there are too many babies in our area in St. Louis that are dying or born too small or even way too early. In fact, black babies here in St. Louis are actually three times more likely to die before their first birthday. I can't even imagine that. Before your first birthday, than white babies. And even black women are three to four times more likely to die around pregnancy than white women. So we've actually partnered with a company called Generate Health. They're a -a one-of-a-kind nonprofit organization here in St. Louis that's working to eliminate the disparities by mobilizing our region to advance racial equity for not only moms, but babies and families as a whole. And so us as the fantasy monsters, we're now a proud partner in being able to partner with generate health, to raise awareness of such an important community issue that really does affect us all. Yeah. I've got kids. So like it really hits home now hearing some of these statistics and just over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be sharing some more information. Um, I know that they're going to have some different uh, events coming up. And we're going to be working to share ways how you can get involved. Um, We'll put a link to their website for the podcast, on the podcast. And uh, if you want to visit um, or if you have any questions, you can definitely outreach us as well. Bringing into, James, if they did have questions about Generate Health or just the podcast in general, where could they find us at?
1: Uh, Yeah, uh, Twitter and Facebook at TFO Monsters, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and the internet in general. The Fancy Monsters or the Fancy Monsters podcast, uh, definitely a uh, shout out to Generate Health. Go uh, check them out.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're we're really excited. It's a it's the company that we we um, kind of partnered with a little bit last time when we did yeah, all of our a donation. Yeah, we, yeah, we gave them a, a donation for our shirts and stuff. So I'm really excited to be able to work with them, and really just excited for what they do in our community. So definitely check them out. Um, but James, we do have a lot of news to get into. So what do we got in monster news this week?
1: Uh, yeah, hopefully your team has a quarterback. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this is so true. I think We were texting like all day yeah. and like,
0: add this one to the list. And then
1: some of them left, <laughs> came back, and then left again. But just, uh, we'll start it off. Uh, Carson Wentz, he's dealing with a dual ankle injury. Not one, but both ankles. Yeah. Um, I'd have to, if I had to guess now, he's probably going to sit this week. Yeah, I don't like, think he's going to play this week. I don't know why you'd force it. Um, They've had a rough start to the season. Um, Just get him healthy.
0: Yeah, ankles and football are just, they're important. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get too much without them. Andy Dalton, he uh left their game early.
1: Uh, It looks like it's probably just a bone bruise, no ACL tear, MCL looks fine, stuff like mm-hmm. that, but this is early. It's Monday night, so right. he'll probably get some more testing. If I had to guess, it, we'll see Justin Fields out there to start week three.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome, but I do know that Matt Nagy's already came out and said, if healthy, Andy Dalton is our quarterback. So anybody that's like banking on the fact that this is now Justin Fields' time to shine, Let's bring it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tua
1: also left early with a rib injury. Again, his looks like not severe. It just mm-hmm. looks like um, he bruised his ribs, which just looks like pain management, essentially, which it hurts. Like,
0: <laughs> well, how he's been playing hurts. Yeah, so. it's <laughs> like,
1: not been great. He, I mean, he didn't throw, just... a, I think he threw like four or five passes in this game before he left, but yeah. it wasn't going to matter. Yeah, um, now it's been rough. Bills did whatever they wanted. But mm-hmm. yeah, so... um. Thank you, my defense. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett's probably going to get started again in Week 3. Jarvis Landry's week-to-week with an MCL sprain. He's definitely probably going to miss Week 3. Deontay Johnson, uh, he has a knee injury. He's questionable for Week 3 at this point. He avoided serious injuries, all the reports. So a decent chance he's probably going to miss Week 3. We'll just have to wait and
0: see. This Um, could be a big blow for them too. Yeah.
1: Elijah Mitchell is a day-to-day with a shoulder injury. Trey Sermons and concussion protocol and Jermichael Hasty. I forget what he's hurt with, but he's also Something. out for, they said, a long time. Yeah, so, so
0: if you're listening and you happen to have been a running back at some point in your life, you're looking for a job, San Francisco's oh, I saw they're bringing in Lamar Miller. <laughs> that's how desperate Lamar That's how desperate they are, that they're bringing in Lamar Miller right now. So I couldn't tell you the last time we took felt handoff. At this point, just hang around the facility. You might get picked up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Lamar Miller won't last long. No,
1: <laughs> uh, Derek Carr, he's questionable for Week Three with an ankle injury, which is even worse. if He doesn't play because Marcus Mariota's also on the IR. Yeah, so yeah. at I least like they up. always like if Derek Carr's out, at least we got Marcus Mariota, who's one of the better backups in the league. Right. Nope. So um, that one could get real dicey. Tyrod Taylor, this one sucks. He's on. He honestly, he's been playing really good this year. He, he has. had. He had the Texans in position to potentially win this game against the Browns. Yeah. Um, he went down. He's likely out around four weeks with a hamstring injury. Uh, Mari Cooper's dealing with bruised ribs. Uh, week three status is questionable. So.
0: <laughs> Nathan Peterman is uh, of looking, who's, Nathan Peterman. Who's of looking to start for the Raiders. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: And the last piece of news is also Raiders related. Josh Jacobs likely out week three with the same injuries that kept him out of week two. It's a toe and ankle injury. So keep that one monitored. But all the reports now on Monday is it's highly yeah. unlikely he's going to play.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Watch out for Kenyon Drake. He hasn't looked terrible. Game, he's been killing it in the passing yeah, game, but he's not getting a lot of rushing no. attempts. So um, we'll just kind of have to kind of wait and see. But I would say if Josh Jacobs isn't going to play, I mean, Kenyon Drake could be a nice little, uh, a little start in there for you.
1: Yeah, but... Nathan Peterman Nathan will Peter screw it up. There. Yeah, that makes me nervous. So let's go, Derek <laughs> Carr. Or, yeah.
0: I didn't realize, is is Mariota, is he out all year then? I don't I, think I he's out all that.
1: year. I honestly I forget as well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it been I remember pre- seeing him in preseason. Yeah, I thought I saw him in preseason too, but what? I wasn't really paying attention to the Raiders, let's be honest. Oh, well. Surprisingly, though... Two and zero
1: against the Ravens. God, yeah, and against um, who did they just play? I don't know. I it don't was know. a good win. Oh, the Steelers. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah. I mean, those two have tough looked awful defenses. They yeah, up they've against, looked awful. Like that's a good two
0: and zero start for the Raiders. I will say the Baltimore win is is highly impressive. And
1: their defense honestly isn't as horrific as I thought it was gonna be, and that O line isn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be so far.
0: So Yeah, man. I mean, shout out to Brian Edwards too, yeah. dude. I'm I mean, dude, he's he's been looking good. He just needs to yeah, find the end zone.
1: A, yeah, he had a touchdown call back in this game on a penalty. It was a good play, but yeah, he has looked good. But uh yeah, that's it for news.
0: Monster guys. Like we did last week. We have kind of changed this segment, just to reiterate. We are not doing our typical monster guys where we had people that had monster weeks. We are actually trying to think about the future yep. and predict. And these aren't all
1: like, um, we think they're going to finish top five or top 10 on the no, week. But no. some of them are just like confidence plays.
0: Right. But some uh, of them are even shots in the dark that like maybe you might not even be thinking about that could have really good weeks. Yeah. So... Let's start, uh, let's get tight ends out of the way because we hate them. Okay. So uh, who's your tight end for this week? I'm going Kyle Pitts.
1: Really? He's been, last week especially, he was showing some of his big play potential. He's been seeing the targets in this offense, and I think this is the game where he gets his, he gets in the end zone and he can have a big game in this, um, against the Giants for Atlanta. Their offense starting to come alive a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I don't mind it. I mean, Atlanta's definitely been struggling. I will say that. Uh, But Kyle Pitts, has he's been looking fine. I mean, he's definitely getting the targets, which we knew he would. Yeah, he's making
1: some big plays out there.
0: Yeah. Uh, My tight end for this week, (sighs) TJ Hawkinson. The reason, though, (laughs) is, I don't know, man. Like I just don't feel like Detroit has a lot. But one thing they do have is a really good tight end. Yeah. And, and T.J. Hawkinson, and they're going against Baltimore, and Baltimore. Don't get me wrong; I think will ultimately win this game. Oh yeah, but not trying to compare too much to Travis Kelsey. Hard not to yeah, when you, when you I'm comparing to Baltimore now, but uh, definitely different talents. But Baltimore is just not very good at covering the tight ends, and. Just the, I th- well, I
1: think at the end of the day, you can always count on TJ Hawkinson seeing around 10 targets.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's just, yeah, he's definitely still going to get the targets. I mean, he's got eight receptions already on the season. He's already found the end zone, which we know that like, if, if you find the end zone, that's basically, that is that's, big, that's huge. Yeah. You get a, so, yeah. I mean, that's, that's it. That's why Rob Gronkowski is what, like the number one tight end so far. He's found the end zone four times. Yeah. I mean, that's all that matters is if the tight end can find the end zone. And I think he will this week.
1: Yeah. Where you want to go next? Let's
0: go. Uh, let's go running backs. We're just gonna go in some weird orders. Okay. Yeah.
1: Hey, you, you used to get mad at me when I skipped around, but I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll no, let it slide. Yeah, you can let it, let, it, let it slide this <laughs> week. I mean, I just make a list. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know you put all this work into this, and now I'm just kind of doing what I want. Mm-hmm. Who's your uh, Who's your running back for this week? I'm taking a shot here. Okay,
1: I like taking shots. Rookie running back, Javante Williams really? against the Jets. Yes, last oh, it's week. the Jets. That's one of them, but last week, if you watched the game, he really did look better than Melvin Gordon. He, they're still kind of splitting the work, but I think Javante Williams is going to get in the end zone this game, and I think this could be one of his first big games in his NFL
0: career. Yeah, I'm I'm really hoping. I I love Javante Williams.
1: He, we, look, he just looks really good out there. He's breaking tackles all over the place. He's competent in the receiving game. He's good enough on pass protection to stay out there. I think just give us some more work, and I think he, they're not going to regret it.
0: Okay. Yeah, sounds good to me. What was that? Oh my! Uh, for some reason, PFF just uh, decided to sign me out okay. for some really weird reason. Um, <laughs> so now I'm frustrated. Uh, my running back for this week, David Montgomery. He's having two great weeks. I mean, yeah. The, and, and last week, if you watched him on the field, he was like, he is a He's a
1: threat out there, yes. man. He looks so good this year. He is all over the place, breaking tackles everywhere. The passing game, he looks great. Yep. His stat line, honestly, last week was worse, in my opinion, than the eye test. Like the eye test, yeah. he looked great last yeah.
0: week. He really did. Yeah, you you can't you can't always look at the stat line. Yeah. Um I mean it helps, obviously. But if you go and watch his game, like you know, insert clips. He's just, you know, way <laughs> like, more explosive now than he yes, was earlier in his Yes, career. he's hitting holes a little bit faster. Um, I don't know, maybe it's just like a confidence thing. I mean, what's it's like year three or something? Yeah, this is year three. So I mean he's just exploding through holes. And Odney is honestly like he's the only thing in this offense where I'm kind of like super excited about. We'll talk about the Bears a little more later, but but yeah, I mean it's just it's he, it's not, he, he fact, looks great He's somebody that I've been targeting in trades. So like, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get him. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I definitely go after him. <clears throat> All right. Let's go wide receivers. Okay. You go first here. Yeah. Portland Sutton. Love it. He just came off a big week. I and... was so yes. glad to see yes. that. Yes. I was so well, glad Well, we both to see were because we yes. have him in our listener league and yeah, we needed a big week. Off
1: of week one, like I was, we had to start him in the league yeah. last week and it ended up paying off. And you had to feel good about it just because Judy's out. So you know he's the top receiver. He's going to see the most targets. But he was more than that. He looked the part. He was out there all over the field, terrorizing the defense, making big plays downfield. And he could have had a bigger day. There were a couple of passes where they just missed. um son had a great week coming off that week one. What was happening game.
0: Yeah. I mean, Judy goes down. So I was really hoping, and we kind of talked about this briefly last week in our, in our preview segment, but I was really hoping that he was going to step up and reports came out that they were kind of tentative with him.
1: Yeah. They
0: were not well, really the tentative. Targets with him this week. was
1: a problem. And, I believe he didn't see his first target in that game until like a minute before halftime in week Which, one. Like,
0: right. It doesn't make sense because they were like, oh, it was game scripted in is what they came out and were saying, and I'm like, no but you had, the, you had him on the field. You had him on the field. If you were game scripting that, you wouldn't have had him on the field. <laughs> like, that's and my he thing. Looks,
1: I mean, yeah, people get healthier in one week, but not that much healthier. Right.
0: Like, right. So, I don't know. But I'm I'm really looking at him this week. I mean, he's playing the Jets, so... The Jets just, their defense hasn't looked... I mean, actually, their defense looks a lot better than their offense, but um, it, it's still the Jets. I think they're going to have plenty of time to to pass this, basically just to have fun on the offense. So Yep.
1: My wide receiver is A.J. Brown. Now, this is definitely a confidence play because it hasn't been great so far. Week one, it's he got awful. in the end zone. It hasn't been that awful. It's but been awful. Last week he had a couple drops in the game, but they were so close on a lot of plays. Mm-hmm. This could have been a very. Be- he could have had a better game than Julio last week. I think this is the game where A.J. Brown is comes back to, yeah, it's A.J. Brown out there. He's going to have a big game against Indy.
0: Yeah, I would really like to see it. It's not that he's been like terrible, terrible, but like one of his drops last just, week
1: was really bad. And then there was yeah. another one that was just like, it was just a tough play. He didn't make it. But, um, and there were just a couple throws that were just slightly off. But, he, right.
0: It's there was it, one drop so he had that if he would have caught it, we would have been like, well, oh was, my God, that was an amazing yeah, catch. Yeah, there, so. there was
1: the one real bad drop, I believe, was early in the game. And they still went to, I mean, he's yeah. still seeing plenty of targets in the, that that you want to see. So right. I feel, I still feel very confident in AJ Brown.
0: Uh right, let's chat quarterbacks. Yep, these are a little bit easier. Yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely I got Kyler allow, Murray. Yeah, I shouldn't allow this. Like, yeah, I of should. course, Kyler, Murray's yeah, Kyler be Murray. Yeah, Kyler Murray. The but... reason he's a monster guy is because he's literally going to be a boss this week. Yeah, like he's going to be a stud. Jacksonville's just been awful. Um, Trevor Lawrence is definitely struggling, trying to find his footing in this in the NFL. I don't even think Kyler Murray is going to play a full game. Maybe. <laughs> I think they're just gonna be a blowout. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to see, but I think
1: he's gonna have a, a I just do huge game. Kind of because, like, we're St. Louis. We're from St. Louis, and yeah. the Cardinals used to be in St. Louis. If yeah. First, if you didn't know that, yeah. And when they were in St. Louis, they were called the Cardiac Cardinals. Yeah. Because they just the name, like you understand why. Yeah. I think these are the Cardiac Cardinals are back. Because yeah. the Cardinal games like go from the highest of highs and moments to just like what's happening, and then it comes back and it go like it just always seesawing between like they look incredible and they don't look that good at all. The lead <laughs> keeps changing over and over again. Like yeah. I, I think the Cardiac Cardinals are back.
0: Oh man, well I mean that's fair, but I I do I do like this team. I think they're still two and zero, aren't they? They won both games. Yeah, yeah. Because Seattle's the only one that's lost in that division. It's weird to think about. (laughs) So
1: my quarterback is Justin Herbert against the chiefs. Herbert NFL wise. He's looked good fantasy wise. He just hasn't put up that many points the first two weeks. I think this is a week where he'll explode. He's going to have to chiefs, even though they lost in a tough loss against Baltimore, they still put up a ton of points in the game. I think the chargers are just going to have to match the chiefs. And I think Herbert's going to step up to the plate and do it.
0: What you looking at? I'm trying to find, uh can't be right. I don't even see him on my list. I'm trying to find his points per game. Herbert? Yeah. He can't be that low. Yeah, no. I don't know why I can't find him on my, uh, on my list.
1: He's at 14 points per game.
0: Hmm. Not great. Yeah, not great. I was gonna say he's he's behind some uh some other players that I definitely would think he will finish higher than by yeah. the end of the season. But No, yeah. If you would just watch the games,
1: <laughs> Herbert looks good.
0: Yeah, he, he looks he looks good. And we know he'll be good. Yep. So don't anybody don't freak out too much. But yeah, I mean, and even then look at what Baltimore did against the Chiefs, dude. I mean, honestly, like the Chiefs defense still doesn't look
1: they're just they're Rape. a temperamental ball hawk defense, so mm-hmm. they're looking for the turnovers. They're looking for the game-changing plays a lot. So,
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that's our monster, guys. Let us know what you guys' are thoughts or if you uh, disagree. Always curious to know. All right. Now we're going to jump into our Week 3 preview, and uh, let's just start with the Thursday night game as usual. Yeah. Let's go Panthers-Texans. Yeah, I really wish Tyrod was going to be there. I think it would have been a more fun game. Yeah. I will say I had when I was looking at um the season long schedule we'll get to it later. There's a game in this this coming weekend that I'm like super jacked for. Okay. Uh but this game not so much. <laughs> I think the yeah, Panthers yeah. are going to roll over this. Yeah. Surprisingly, uh the Panthers defense, man, has looked really good so far the first couple of weeks. Yeah, they've looked good. Yeah. And with Tyrod out, I don't I don't see the Texans being able to do much. No,
1: yeah, David Mills did not look good. Nope. When he came in there, um, his he misses lost passes, yes, um, which sucks because Brandon Cooks has been playing so well this yeah. year. He really has. Like, if Tyrod was still in there right now, he'd be a wide receiver too for me. You'd have to play him. He looks good out there. Um, besides, but now I'm not touching anyone on the Texans. You can't trust nope. one of the running backs. Um, and Brandon Cooks now, I just. Now, I wouldn't want to play Brandon Cooks. So I'm not going to advise people to play Brandon Cooks.
0: Yeah, I think for right now, we're going to have to kind of wait and see what this offense is going to look like before starting to play some of these pieces again. Not saying get rid of Brandon Cooks. No, no, no. You no, got to yo, wait and yeah, see. No, That's you do not, drop, do not drop Brandon Cooks. Do uh, not do that. Yeah, so don't do that. If you want to try and trade him, you can. I just don't know how much value you're going to get now. But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. Did it say how long Tyrell? We don't know how long Tyrell right?
1: Likely four weeks, I said.
0: Four weeks, so. That's a significant chunk. Yeah. So hopefully you got some pieces you can play until uh, until then. Or maybe Davis Mills gets better after this week of practice. We'll see.
1: Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> uh, Pan- <laughs> Panther side, uh, Darnold, has, he looked okay against the Saints last week. Um, not playing him, though. He's
0: looking like Sam Darnold.
1: Yeah. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, though, um, still God tier. Um, yeah. I believe he also left this game and came back at a certain point and still destroys everyone. <laughs> Oh, uh, DJ Moore got in the even, end zone.
0: Is is Christian? Sorry, I I hate this. I apologize for interrupting. Is he even a like real or do, like, like? I mean, I, I really do try to figure this out. I've never seen him a person, so like, I just I don't even think he's like a human. He might not be. He's got to be like a machine. Like it makes no sense what he does. It's stupid. Go ahead, man.
1: DJ Moore got in the end zone, so that's always a good thing. And
0: don't care. I don't have him this year.
1: I do. Uh he looks no. great. Yeah, he looks great out there. Um, you keep playing DJ Moore. He's a mid high end wide receiver two right now. Um Robbie Anderson kind of concerns me though. Really? He saw six targets in this game, only caught three of them for thirty eight yards. Last week he was really just saved on that one big touchdown play. You can play Robbie Anderson as a low end flex play, but there is a chance where you just get another game like this, three for thirty eight. you have anything else to add? Because there's really nothing else to add on this team. It's Christian McCaffrey. It's DJ Moore. They're the top two receivers on this team. Christian McCaffrey is obviously the best running back on this team. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. No. That's it. Yeah. No, I'm definitely definitely good with that. Okay. All right. Washington Bills. This game.
1: Battle of some defenses. Shout out Terry McLaurin. Yeah. He destroyed the Giants last week. Bradbury could do nothing to him. Terry McLaurin was everywhere. Yep. And what a laughable game that was. I can't wait till I go into work next cuz there's this New York Giants fan. Oh yeah. We've been having some back and forth. He thought he was making the playoffs this year. Mike, that's not happening.
0: <laughs> as long as Daniel Jones is your quarterback, which he
1: might not show up cuz he did say if they lose to Washington he might kill himself, so.
0: <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> well, just to be clear, we do not that's a um joke, but... we do not recommend no. That... But
1: um you did it to yourself, Giants fans. Like, um, you should have had the win, but you didn't win.
0: <laughs> you should have drafted somebody different, but you didn't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So, Washington. Yeah, you're playing Terry McLaurin. Definitely. Good play this week. And um, Antonio Gibson. You keep starting him out there. He still looks good. Just not getting in the end zone. So, just keep Yeah, strong. Are
0: you a little concerned, though? Because it seems like McKissick's getting a lot of the goal line work. No, not at all. Okay. And this other, and, and I'm bringing this up too, just out of your opinion, because final drive, mm-hmm. Washington against the Giants, McKissick was also the running back on that drive.
1: Yeah, which that just makes sense. They were in pass now mode, like that. They weren't. They were. They weren't yeah, running but the
0: ball. I mean, Antonio Gibson can pass block. He can, and he's definitely the better running back. I would have rather have had. Like, I'm sorry, but if... Yeah,
1: I, I agree with Nate, you, but I understand that's just how a lot of NFL coaches and NFL yeah, teams operate. Yeah, I just operate. don't get that. I, like, I really yeah, don't, I don't, don't either,
0: because you, if you if you got Zeke on your team or Christian McCaffrey, you're not going to sit there and be like, final drive, and putting them on my bench.
1: Oh, 100% the Cowboys would do that. They will do that.
0: You think they're going to put Tony... Well, after this week, they might play Tony Pollard yeah, in general.
1: <laughs> they, yeah, there was a lot of Tony but,
0: Pollard. But I guess. I don't know. That's just weird to
1: me. Heineke had some good plays last week, but you're just you're just not playing him. Washington, it's Terry. It's Antonio Gibson. And Logan Thomas, you can throw him out there if you want. He's seeing targets in this team. Curtis Samuel still not going to yeah. be back. Diami Brown had some good catches in this game.
0: Not enough He's to be fancy-worthy. Really.
1: No, yeah, not yeah. yet, but. He's making it look good, though. In the next month or so, Diami Brown is going to have a game. Yeah. He is. Yeah, like, I'm excited. Just be prepared
0: for it. I got him in Dynasty, so. Yeah. Uh, And then you can also play Washington's defense. Yes, you can. <laughs> just throwing that out there.
1: I mean, you can't... Yeah, you definitely can't, but might not be the best play this week. The Bills are coming off a demolishing performance against the um, Dolphins, which is strange. In a game where you put up, I believe they had 35 points.
0: I thought it was... Yeah, 35. They're
1: like... There really wasn't like a player who's just like... Wow, they just destroyed it. Like, you had Stephon Diggs, four receptions for 60 yards. He caught the touchdown. Mm-hmm. The other receiver like, did nothing in this game, two receptions, 48 yards, four receptions, 36 yards. Devin Singletary ate it up on the ground a little bit, 13 carries for 82 yards and a touchdown. But, like, none of these stat lines are like jumping off. It like, was the defense. They, man. Yeah. Defense played great in this game. You're obviously starting Josh Allen. You're obviously starting Stephon Diggs. No other receiver you're starting right now. If I had to pick a second one, it would be Cole Beasley. But um, Zach Moss played a game for the first time this season. He saw a decent amount of carries. Devin Singletary just looked better than him in the running game, and he's just seeing more passing work, barely, but again, more efficient. I, I You could still play Singletary as a flex right now. He's the guy you have to pick, but that could also go away.
0: Okay. Yeah, sounds good to me. Are you a little concerned, though? Because I know Josh Allen, we were all talking, like, there was so much hype this offseason.
1: Well, that was just week one. Yeah, that was just a bad game. But
0: he didn't really. Okay. Why? I'm just saying, like, it's two weeks in a row to me that's not been, like, Josh Allen. Again, man, it was 35 to nothing. Like. Yeah, but it was all defense. So. Just saying, dude. Okay. Just saying. All right, Bears-Browns. This will be a good one. Will it? I don't know. It just depends who's quarterbacking for the Bears. I love the like the <laughs> commitment there, like you really, yeah, yeah, sounded good up front, but uh, we'll start with the Bears side, is that is that cool with you, yeah, it's fine with me, okay,, <laughs> I guess it's not like you're hosting this show, uh
1: Justin Fields should get the start, I think so. I think he's gonna get the start for this if game. if he
0: starts, I will be more excited, really, yeah, I think so i'm just I'm...
1: like in general, i like more excited for the bears to be better.
0: Both. (laughs) I think Justin Fields would be,
1: would make this team better. I think as far as on field play, it'll be comparable. I think you're obviously going to get more explosive running plays out of Justin Fields. No duh. But uh, David Montgomery, like we brought it up. One of our monster guys this week. uh, He should have a very good game. Mm -hmm. His efficiency wasn't great last week against the Bengals, But if you just watch the game, like he was out there doing work, seeing the reception work, Allen Robinson, Struggled in this game. They locked him down. Um, four targets, two receptions, 24 yards. He got the touchdown, though. I want to talk about Darnell Mooney. You can 100% Dude. put Darnell Mooney in your lineup right yes. now. Eight targets in this game, six receptions for 66 yards. He looks great out there. He is a high-end flex play. I don't know if I'll give him wide receiver, too, but you can 100% put him in your lineup right now.
0: Yeah, I, I, he's been rising so much. Yeah, he looks good He out there. looks great. Yeah. And then the other
1: side of this game. I mean, no Landry. Maybe Odell gets back out there. Regardless, the Bears defense showed up last week. Um, it's Nick Chubb for me. Kareem Hunt, you can throw in there as a high-end flex play. Tight end-wise, they're still using all three tight ends in this game, In this for this team. I'm really just Chubb and Hunt, the running backs.
0: Yeah, so I just read this stat and I I double checked it because it's, it's not like the most concerning thing because there's other quarterbacks that have kind of a very similar stat line, but it's just two games down now. Yep. And as a quarterback, you have one touchdown. Yeah. That's all I got to say. I mean, it's just, that's, uh, that's, that sucks. (laughs) Like that's. You know, I mean, that's just awful. And again, I know there's some other ones. Like, I know Ryan Tannehill's only thrown one touchdown and happened to be this week. Um, But then you got guys like, you know, Mahomes, where they're at six. I think Brady's Uh, at nine. Brady's at nine. Kyler Murray's at seven. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater has four. But I mean, you're
1: not expecting Baker
0: in this (laughs) offense. You're not expecting Baker to put up. I know, but you're still, you still want to have more than one touchdown in two weeks. Yeah. I think he's ran for a couple, but
1: still. Yeah, but he hasn't looked bad out there. No, he's just. Tentative. Oh, yeah. Throw the ball downfield
0: more. Well, they need their wide receivers, receivers out there. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Donovan Peoples Jones. Jeez. Yep. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's it for the uh Bears,
1: Browns. Bears, Browns. Brown Bears. Yeah,
0: you could do it that way too. Yeah. yeah, we'll just do Brown Bears. Okay. Okay. Good. Good talk.
1: Cleveland's seven and a half point favorites in that game. How do you feel about that?
0: Uh, that I don't think they'll cover. Yeah. I think they win. (laughs) I think they win. I don't think they're gonna have that spread. There's no way. Yeah. No I mean maybe, but like again, not without having any wide receivers.
1: Yeah, let's get out there, Odell. I'd like to see you out playing football. Okay. Next game.
0: Ravens Lions.
1: Yeah. This one, um Ravens look good. Like they started off the last week against the Chiefs, not looking that hot, but no, not at all. And I mean, the way they won, like that's just tough. Like they played well enough to win in that game, but the Chiefs also, like nine times out of ten, there, ninety-nine times out of a hundred, there, they win that game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lamar came out, he didn't look great, and what they did is just got back to the running. You know, I mean, he just had some. He just he just looked awful in that first half. And the Chiefs didn't do anything to stop him in the second half. So, I mean, it looked early that the Chiefs are just going to dominate this game. And Lamar just slowly but surely kept fighting and fighting back. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about it briefly, but, dude, Tyson Williams.
1: He d- definitely looks like the best running back in this backfield. He's he the, the first Yeah, he does. He's quick. He's elusive out there. They're even at, at involving him a little bit in the passing game. Saw two targets last week. Caught all both of those. Um, he's the running back. If you're going to pick one, I would go with, um, it's still a flex play though. If you're playing Tyson yeah, Williams, saying, like, again, in this game, he put up 77 yards on 13 carries. It's a six yard average. It's great. But Lamar Jackson had 107 yards and two rushing touchdowns.
0: Right, right. And that's always that the downfall. Yeah. But shout out. Marquise Brown.
1: Good. He looks good yes. this year. He does. Yes. He looks really good this we year. We knocked him for so. He's getting open all over the field. Ten targets in this game, six receptions, 113 yards for a touchdown. Like, he looks good. He is a wide receiver, too, right now. You play him. I will be curious, though, when Bateman does come back, which is not going to be for at least another couple of weeks, Right. how that alters things. Sammy Watkins Mark Andrews have kind of been struggling a little bit. So Marquise Brown, Lamar Jackson, I feel very confident in this week against Detroit. Um, Tyson Williams, again, is a flex play.
0: Yeah yeah I just can't get over it and i don't, honestly like he would be another person that I would almost put as a monster guy this week playing against the lions or we'll, the lions defense we'll
1: talk about him in a segment coming up
0: oh cool um sounds good but uh lions side uh I, let's let's start real quick by saying it's tied right now seven seven against yeah. Green Bay they marched down the field and just scored a touchdown uh well <laughs> great um me swift.
1: Oh, yeah, Swift's a lock, Hawkinson. TJ's a, hot, a lock, um, Swift will be, like, a mid to high in RB2. Jamal Williams, I mean, we're, we're going to have to wait to see how this game plays out, but I'd probably still be willing to play him as a flex play because they just don't have anyone else. Um, it's really just going to be those three guys the whole season, probably.
0: Like, I mean, would you take a shot on any wide receiver there? No. Yeah, same. I mean, Quentin Cephas is the one that scored the touchdown here. Yeah. And most of you are going like, who? <laughs> But, uh, I mean, I don't even know. Like, Amon Ra's just not seeing the targets. No, he's not seeing anything. It's just... I mean, Baltimore's
1: nine-point favorites, and I'll take Baltimore to cover.
0: Yeah, I think so, too.
1: The Ravens' defense looks good. Like, Yeah,
0: yeah they, should, they should walk all over this game, unfortunately. Colts, Titans.
1: Yep. Well, I mean... It would have been a lot more exciting, but I don't think Wentz is going to get out there. Shout-out Michael Pittman, though. Yeah, Pittman's coming off a great game. He um just didn't matter against the Rams, unfortunately. But <laughs> Pittman looked did. great out there. He really, really did. He saw twelve targets in this offense, which is great. Eight receptions, one hundred twenty-three yards. Didn't get in the end zone, but when you're putting up one hundred twenty-three yards on eight catches, that's perfectly fine. Again, we're probably going to be seeing Jacob Easom out there, so um I'm not playing Pittman. If Wentz is out there, I'll play Pittman as. A flex play, but if he's not, I'm not playing him. And if Wentz is out there, I'm not playing anyone except Jonathan Taylor, who struggled last week against the Rams. But, mm-hmm. what everybody were you, does. Well, yeah, what were you really expecting? Um, yeah, that off the O line for the Colts is not looking good so far this season, it's surprising.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was coming into the season was supposed to be their strength. I mean, yep. that was everybody was talking about, oh, the Colts top find offensive line, that's why. Jonathan Taylor is going to be, you know, first round, first round pick in fantasy because he'll be running around and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And and they've looked awful. Yeah, they they've just looked awful. I mean, Wentz, again, two weeks in a row. Again, it's the Rams this week, but two weeks in a row was just getting lit up. Yeah, I mean, he's taking way too many hits, and then now here here he is, double ankle injury. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, if if you can't keep your quarterback upright, what do you expect's going to happen?
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it's just Jonathan Taylor for me. He's a low-end RB1, high-end
0: RB2. I would even, I would drop him. I would say he's an RB2 for me. Okay. Unfortunately.
1: Uh, Titan side though, uh, I do like Tannehill in this game a lot. Um, Derrick Henry, (laughs) beast. That's about freaking time. He's... Bleeding out, he is like. Did you? <laughs> did you? Anyone else catch that on live television? Just like out of the his gash arm, in his yeah, arm, just yeah. bleeding everywhere, and then like he comes back a little bit later, and he's got a bandage on it. Like, yeah, you cancel him. You, you can't. You stop ain't him. taking me out of this. No. Um. Julio Jones. Also, in case uh, you were wondering, still good at football. Um. Eight targets. Caught six of them for 128 yards. Look great right out there. Did he get a touchdown? He did not get a touchdown. Oh, typical Julio. He <laughs> did though, but one of his foot was barely out of bounds. Yeah, I know. Just barely. So well, he was why almost had it. the touchdown um and then again, AJ Brown, he's my monster guy at the wide receiver position this week. He saw nine targets in this game, most of any player for the Titans, but he only caught three of them for 43 yards. He had a bad bad drop or two last week and a couple passes just missed. You fire them both up as um wide receiver twos. Derrick Henry is he is Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry. Yeah. Marion Tanner a good start this week.
0: Yeah. All right. Chargers, Chiefs. Yep.
1: This one should be fun. Mm-hmm. Which, which side do you want to start with? Start with the Chargers.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Again, Justin Herbert, my monster guy at the quarterback position. I think he's going to play really well in this game. And um, some be, like, first, we'll start with uh, Mike Williams. Mike Williams it. has looked really good this year so far. He's been seeing a lot of targets, he's been catching them for high yardage, he's been getting in the end zone. Keenan Allen though has also looked really good back to back hundred yard games. Mike Williams, I don't think it's broke a hundred yards in any game yet. Um, he's just not getting in the end zone. Right. I still prefer Keenan Allen to Mike Williams just cause he's done it for a lot longer and the plays he's getting is more sustainable. Keenan Allen's a low and wide receiver one for me. Mike Williams is a mid wide receiver two for me this week. Um, Eckler mid RB two. Um, He's getting the passing work in this game, though. Nine targets, caught all of them for 61 yards. The ground game, he only saw nine carries, but for 54 yards, he just didn't get in he's the end just, zone in
0: this game. He's stupid efficient. He is. Like, he is. I was playing against him this week, and I'm just like, oh. I just. it's like whenever you play against Christian McCaffrey, though, because you know that they're both getting like 10 targets, 11 targets yep. a game.
1: And if you need to, you can play Jared cook. You can stream Jared cook. They look for him a lot, especially mm-hmm. around the red zone. He almost had a touchdown in this game. Um, he is a streamable tight end.
0: Yeah. He was almost my monster guy for this week. too. Okay. I was I thinking that. about him, um, as well, but, uh, didn't. Yeah. But yeah, he's definitely somebody to keep an eye on. So yeah. All right, Chiefs. Chiefs always like the, the same. Yeah.
1: And if you're worried about Tyree kill, don't be, don't be. I yeah. think this is the worst game he's had in the past two years. Um, and then coming off the week he had before, like... Yes.
0: <laughs> you got a 30-point week to a 5-point week.
1: Yes. So Patrick Mahomes, auto start. Travis Kelsey, God tier. Um, you never not think about starting him. Um, Tyree Kill, high-end wide receiver one. Um, But we do need to talk about Clyde Edwards-Alaire.
0: Thank you. Elephant in the room.
1: We're not even talking about the fumble here. That was just the way... You, I mean, you saw him after he fumbled on the field just laying there. Like, he knew what he did. Like, that one's tough. But besides that, he just hasn't been very efficient, and he hasn't been seeing a lot of work right now. Until further notice, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a flex play. Oh, geez. Until further the, until further notice.
0: Yeah, everybody drafted him in, like, the second round, too, man. It's more like third, but... Third round, whatever. Yeah,
1: it's... you can. I mean, you can 100% play him because he is going to see the volume in this offense, and he looks good at times, but he needs to get in the end zone more Um, until further notice. Just treat him as a flex play.
0: Ouch. Ouch, ouch, ouch. All right. Next game. Saints Patriots. Yeah. Um,
1: Patriots are easy. Um, Damien Harris. Harris? Yeah. Damien Harris. Uh, Again, (laughs) looked good last week. Uh, Got in the end zone. James Finally. White was your leading receiver on the week with uh, six targets, six catches for forty-five yards. Also had a rushing touchdown. Um, not playing him though. Not playing Mac Jones. Um, tight ends and wide receivers. Um, they all call it around between two and four passes a piece. So there's not a lot of passing in this offense right now. No, I will say uh, Janu. He's been seeing targets. You can throw him out there if you want. Um, if I had to pick a receiver. I guess it'll be Jacoby Myers now. Mm-hmm. Last week, I picked Agler, but I feel like this is how it's going to be. You're going to be You're flip-flopping like, yeah. each week. Um, I'd rather not mess with it at all.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely like Damon Harris again this week. And even though Mac Jones, you know, on the NFL football field. And I mean, it's going to far... be a
1: tough game. They're playing the Saints run defense, so don't expect a ton. He's a low-end RB2 in this game, but you know he's going to get the goal line work in this offense. But as far as everyone else goes on the team, he's by far the one I like the best.
0: Right, for sure. I just, I just wish he'd get some more, uh, more receptions. It's just not going to happen. He saw, one,
1: he saw another target in this game, so um, he probably uh, surpassed last year's season <laughs> total
0: already. All right, Saints side fluke last week, or was week one a fluke with Jameis Winston?
1: I mean, week one wasn't really. It was just the defense, really, that one. I mean, He's I was five say, touchdowns. Yeah, but on a hundred. <laughs> it doesn't yards, matter. He still like, thought, five like, touchdowns. He was good in this game. Jameis Winston had a couple really bad, really bad plays that he just should not have thrown the ball. Yes. One of them, he was like getting thrown by the defender. He was on his way to the ground and just chucks it downfield, like
0: yeah, to the end zone. You can't do that between three defenders.
1: Who is he throwing the ball to? Like Lil Jordan Humphrey.
0: He still has some talent. Was there. their
1: leading receiver with twenty seven yards. He caught one pass for twenty seven yards. Um, great name, Lil Jordan Humphrey. Great name, but yeah. that he's not who you want to be throwing the ball to. Um, <laughs> so true. Kamara, you still play because he's Alvin Kamara. He had a really rough game in this one against the Panthers.
0: It about, is what it is. That's about it,
1: yeah. Yeah, you're playing Alvin Kamara, that's it. Trotman didn't come through. Um, Didn't even see a target in this game.
0: All right, from one rough game to another rough game, Falcons-Giants.
1: Falcons somehow kind of made it a game with Tampa Bay there for a little bit. For a little bit. hey, And then Tampa real, Bay shut the door on
0: him. Again. Real quick, breaking news. TJ Hawkinson just got an eight-yard touchdown. Boom. Look Boom sauce. Continue. It was beautiful, by the way. Yeah, you made me lose my train of thought. Who are we talking about? Uh, We're talking about the Falcons and the Giants. Yes.
1: Somehow, they were able to get back in that game against Tampa Bay, and then Tampa Bay shut the door back on them. Um, the Giants' defense has been playing well but have been beatable by certain players, like elite level wide receivers. Mm -hmm. Um, Calvin Ridley, I feel good in this game. He bounced back decently, 10 targets, seven receptions for 63 yards and a touchdown. He's a mid to low end wide receiver one this week. Kyle Pitts, I really like. I do really like him this week. He saw six targets in this game, caught five of them for 73 yards. Again, was making some big plays out there. I think he's going to get in the end zone this week. He is a mid to high end tight end one, and then again for the running backs, um, they just don't run the ball a lot. And Cordell <laughs> Patterson just is he like one of the best just do it all players of all time? He's out there for turnip punts. He's a good running back. He's a good receiver. In this game, he had six targets, caught five of them for fifty eight yards and a touchdown. Um. You're not playing him, but shout out Cordell Patterson. I mean, he finished he looks fourth when, on the week. So. Yeah, he looks good when he has the ball in his hands. Um, not playing Matt Ryan. It's really just Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts. The running back. You could. Do you even play Mike Davis?
0: Uh, I didn't. Draft if it him, wasn't so I don't for his seven
1: receptions it. for twenty-five yards, he had nine carries for thirty-eight yards. Like, if you play him, he's a flex play. He's a desperate flex play. Because if they get in the goal line, it honestly it's probably gonna be Cordell Patterson who they're lining up in the running back position. Yeah, probably.
0: Giant that, side. That whole offense is just weird to me right now. Yeah. But yeah, giant side. Again.
1: You guys did it to yourself last week. Daniel Jones had some plays in that game. Um again, your leading rusher with nine carries for ninety five yards and a rushing touchdown. <laughs>
0: You have Saquon, man. Saquon, again,
1: has no room to run, though. He has no room to run. Washington ate him up. He was able to have 4.4 yards per carry. He had 13 carries for 57 yards, but he had a 41-yard run, so that's almost all of his yards on one run. Shepard, again, comes through, 10 targets, 9 receptions for 94 yards, but... You play him, he's a flex play. It's not like it's a tough matchup in this game. You can do that if you want to. Kenny Galladay is still he's a flex play right now, but again, he's he's close. He's close. He saw eight targets in this game, but only caught three of them for thirty eight yards. Daniel Jones, just give Kenny Galladay the ball. Like, just get better, Daniel Jones, please.
0: That's asking a lot though. It is. You know what I really asking funny. Nicely. I saw this stat before the game last week because my buddy who's a big Washington fan sent this to me and it was Daniel Jones is four and like 16 against our four and 20 against all other teams, but he is four and zero against Washington <laughs> until, until that game. And it, it is weird. Cause I'm like, I'm watching this game and I'm like, Daniel Jones was looking all right. But again, he he mm. just keeps running the football. Yeah. Like when he's running the football, he actually looks all right. But it, it's just this passing, man, like there's this blatant missing of throws, like just overthrows or behind and it's just yep. Kenny Galladay just doesn't know what to do. Yeah. You know, like he came from having Matthew Stafford.
1: Yeah, and he, he's he's <laughs> Kenny Galladay, he looks good out there. You just you gotta give him the ball. Like you gotta get it into his hands, or at least within five yards of him so he can grab it sometimes. Um but yeah, I have nothing else to add. Saquon is a mid RB two right now. Mid like That sucks
0: because he was drafted early. Yeah. All right. Bengals Steelers.
1: Yeah. Um man. Burrow had a rough stretch last week. Three straight interceptions. First one was bad. Like it wasn't good. Second one was horrific. The third one was just like whatever. But that was a bad stretch, but um, They did almost come back in this game against the Bears. He had some good throws in this game. Um, Mixon struggled against the Bears last week. Only 3.5 yards per carry on 20 carries. Receiver, though, wise, Chase only saw four targets in this game. Caught two of them for 54 yards and a touchdown, though. He still looks very good. The targets were low, though. Boyd kind of nine targets, seven receptions for 73 yards. Higgins, he looked the best out there. no real no big plays out of him, just ten targets, um, six catches for sixty yards. He got in the end zone though. Again, I'm willing to play Chase, low end wide receiver two, high end flex play, T. Higgins, high end flex play, um, Joe Mixon, mid RB1 in this game. Burrow. You playing Burrow? I'm no, not. No. Yeah, I'm not playing Burrow. Nope. This will be a tough game against the Steelers defense. Steeler side, though, um, really hope Deontay Johnson's out there. Yes. But it was good to see, man. Najee Harris was starting to make some plays last week. Najee Harris looked good in that game. He came through. Rushing-wise, efficiency only had 10 carries for 38 yards, which isn't good, but he was able to haul in all five of his targets for 43 yards and a great receiving touchdown. Um, if Deontay's out there, you play Deontay. He's a uh, mid-wide receiver, too. Outside of that, The receiver I think I'd go to is Juju. Claypool saw two more targets than him with nine, but he only caught three of them for 70 yards. And they were like all downfield. They were taking shots with Claypool, but Juju looked good. He caught six of his seven targets for 41 yards. I think I would lean Juju if I'm playing someone else, but you can play Claypool and Juju, both as flex plays if you want to. Big Ben might retire during the season though. He does not look good. (laughs) That offensive line does not look good.
0: He, um, <laughs> he looks like he's having to, like, push the ball downfield. Yeah. <laughs> like, he can't actually throw it anymore, so he's just, like, trying to put every ounce of that, you know, 250-pound frame into it. Yeah. It just <laughs> it looks uncomfortable. Yeah, it does not. He does not look good. Yeah. Disappointing. Yep. Cardinals-Jags. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I, I Just real quick. I'm surprised this doesn't have... The highest line. They're only at seven really? and a half. Yeah, I feel like the Cardinals are going to destroy the Jaguars.
1: I think the Jaguars will be able to put up some points in this one, but um, I definitely Cardinals are definitely going to win. We'll start with the Cardinal side first. Kyler Murray, incredible, just what he offers. um passing four hundred yards, still elite the runner. Had a rushing touchdown in this game. You're obviously starting Kyler Murray. Chase Edmonds, though, I do want to give a shot at Chase Edmonds. He does look really good out there. They're just they're just not running the ball a lot. Um, he only had eight carries in this game, but for 46 yards.
0: Yeah. Good also average. caught
1: all five of his targets for 29 yards. Um Chase Edmonds is a low end RB two, and I feel confident about that. Um I do like DeAndre Hopkins didn't have a great game. He only saw four targets, caught all four of them for fifty four yards and a touchdown. AJ Green got in the end zone. But Rondell Moore. Yeah, what the heck? Rondell Moore, watching this game, I think you can play Rondell Moore as a high influx play. play. I mean, he's seeing eight targets in this game, caught seven of them for 114 yards. One of them was a 77-yard touchdown play, kind of on broken coverage. You can take that into account, but between Weeks 1 and Week 2, his involvement in the offense, you can definitely throw him out there. I, I would feel better playing him than Christian Kirk right now, for sure.
0: Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, just you know, again, a lot of the stuff we base basically on targets. Like I you know, if well
1: targets are a talent statistic. Yeah. They show talent very well. Well, yeah great players demand targets.
0: Yeah. And I mean if he's gonna if he's gonna keep getting that amount of targets, it's what we said about Deontay yeah. Johnson all last and year.
1: My one of my because like, I wasn't a big Rondell Moore guy coming out, a lot of it was the injury risk and huge was wondering how they were gonna utilize him. If they're going to utilize him like this, I feel good about it. Yeah. Just hopefully you can stay healthy. Yeah. When he gets the ball in his hands, he is lethal. He is a lethal out there.
0: Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons why I wasn't, I'm with you. I wasn't a big Rondell Moore fan was just the fact that bad injury history for like a long history. (laughs) It was like three out of four years. He was hurt with something. And again, I just didn't see how he fit in this offense, but it looks like they found, uh, found something. And uh, as long as he can keep it up, yeah, he's definitely going to be worth it. Yeah. I don't think he's on a lot of teams, so if he's out there. Yeah,
1: if he's out there, I mean, this will be past your waiver wire period, so he's probably gone at this point. Coming off the game, he's coming off. But if he's not, um, definitely put him on your bench.
0: Well, like, yeah, I mean, like, our waivers don't run until tomorrow. Yeah, but people aren't going to hear this by then. Yeah, I have it up tomorrow.
1: At, like, 4 in the morning? In, like, 8 hours? Ah, that's true.
0: Okay. okay, well, anyways.
1: Jacksonville. Snipe him anyway. Let's talk about Jacksonville. Um, let's let's not. <laughs> first of all, um, how'd your uh, DJ chark play go?
0: Yeah, it went really well. Um he ended up uh seeing one, one or no, he ended up seeing four targets, had one catch uh for nineteen yards. About
1: the that is the exact same catch percentage as last week when he sold twelve targets. Yeah, okay, yeah. So it's that. look it's looking great. Yeah. Um yeah. Should have just played who I said to play, Marvin Jones? Yeah, Marvin um, Jones. He saw eleven yeah. targets, caught yeah. six, one fifty-five yards and a touchdown. One problem I have though is a lot of that came on like the first couple drives of the game. They mm-hmm. went to Marvin Jones early. It was working, and then they just stopped for a long period of time. Why? Why did you stop going to Marvin Jones? Um. Second of all, James Robinson. I mean, there was no Carlos Hyde in this game. Like I honestly forgot he was on the team watching this game for a while. I just did not see him at all. James Coming Rob- off
0: of last week. <laughs> is, yeah, yeah,
1: James Robinson is your guy, but he's a high-end flex play. He's just not seeing a lot of work. They're having to pass the ball a lot. They're down a lot. Um, I do want to talk about Trevor Lawrence, though, because he's this close. He is really close to being a very good NFL quarterback. All of his throws look very good, but he's just, just a touch late. Like I think he's having trouble developing to the NFL game speed. Because most of his throws are contested catches or they're getting batted or tipped it's he is very close. You can't play him yet, but definitely midway through the season, hopefully later into the season, that he could be a streamable quarterback,
0: yeah it, yeah, it's just it's gonna take patience. I mean we knew you know with a lot of these rookie quarterbacks, you know, think about he was the first overall pick. he went to a team that there's just not a lot of talent around it. You know, I mean, you look at... You can argue who's going to be worse, Jacksonville or the Jets. Like, I think there's more talent with the Jets. Really? <laughs> yeah. I do. I think Jacksonville's going to be better than the Jets. I, I mean, I disagree. But that's... I mean, that's fair. I mean, it's it's almost... To me, like, look at the offensive talent. I mean, Travis Etienne's hurt, so you can't count him. Yeah. But Marvin Jones is going to be your number one. I'd take Corey Davis. Yeah. You know, Jermison Crowder, like...
1: I, I'm just, I mean, it's, I, I just think, okay. I mean, they're both going to be
0: bad. Michael like, Carter to James. Yeah, gonna be great. But I'm just, but. I'm just thinking like, you know, these are terrible teams. And so it's just going to take time for him. He ended up fantasy wise. He put up over 30 points last week. Trevor Lawrence. Oh, but he would have had more if he wouldn't have thrown those interceptions this week was just really, really atrocious. Yeah. He only had 118 yards. <laughs> 3.6. yards was his average? Yeah. Like that's not good. And he can't. He can't do that. And He threw two more picks this week. Yeah, uh, it, it, he's just having a, a tough sled. And and honestly, I don't know how much Urban is really helping him. Yeah, no, it's Trevor
1: Lawrence. It's just going to be a reps thing. He's just got to get. He's just got to be behind center more.
0: Yeah, it's just yeah, just going to take time.
1: So yeah, I'm just playing uh, Marvin Jones. I feel good about him as a low end wide receiver too, and James Robinson as a high end flex play.
0: All right, and. Uh... Next game, yeah, we got where we were going.
1: Yeah, we got uh, Jets Broncos. Oh, there we go. Okay, wow. Denver's eleven point favorites. Denver's yeah, look. This good. is the
0: highest. This is the highest one on the week.
1: Denver's look good, but eleven points. I think the Jets will keep it closer than that. Um, we can start with the Jets side because it's pretty easy. Patriots shot Corey Davis down last week, like almost like he wasn't even there. Um, I'm still willing to throw Corey Davis out there as a low end wide receiver, two high end flex play this week. Uh, Shout out Michael Carter. Finally looked the part for a game out there. Can't play him though. Not touching anyone in the running back group. Um, Zach Wilson looks good and looks bad. So he's a rookie quarterback also. Um, It's really just Corey Davis who I'm playing.
0: Yeah, I definitely, I definitely like Corey Davis this week. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully he can get back to it. A lot of it's going to be on quarterback play though. Yeah. You know, again, Zach Wilson threw four picks this past week, which is just, you can't do, you can't be turning the ball over that much. Um, you said you wouldn't play Michael Carter. No, yeah, I would not. Yeah, I wouldn't either. But I'm getting closer. I mean, if he keeps, well, getting yeah, the, we got to see this for a couple yeah, more weeks. And, he he's gotta ta- and he's got to get the reps, and he's got to take the
1: dominant work Sure, He still didn't see the most carries. I mean, he was one behind Ty Johnson in this game, but he definitely outpaced him on the ground. And um, he was seeing some receiving work. He caught two of his three targets for 29 yards. So he's starting to look the part.
0: Yeah. Yeah, let's just keep it going for maybe another week or two and then um if you drafted him like I did, just, just stash them still. Just yep. if you got if you got a spot, keep them stashed.
1: Broncos. I've actually kind of enjoyed watching the Broncos game so far this season. They have they really have not been bad at all. Um Teddy, he's looked good. Like he's looked pretty good out there. Um not playing him though. Um again, <laughs> I'm He's good, the, but I'm not
0: gonna play him. Well, That's, yeah, That's mean, go ahead, You do your dope
1: things. Um Javante Williams, though, I'm going to call my shot here. Him and Melvin Gordon saw the same amount of carries last last week. He ended up with 64 yards. Melvin Gordon ended up with 31 yards. Gordon saw um a little bit better in the receiving game. He saw one more target, caught one more pass than him. But Williams looks good out there. I think this could be the game where he opens things up and, yeah, man, it was so good to see Cortland Sutton do this.
0: It really, yes. really was. Hundred and fifty nine yards. It just bugs me. He couldn't get in the end zone.
1: Yeah, nine receptions, twelve targets. He could have. He could have. Yeah. Um, he very well could have. There were a couple plays where they just missed downfield. Um, you're playing Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant. He came back he came up with a touchdown that kind of selled him. Again, he's seeing good targets. You can play Noah Fant as um mid tight end. Um, six targets, four receptions, thirty three yards for the touchdown. Tim Patrick. Keep him on your bench. Um, he only saw four targets again. Caught three of them for 37 yards. Again, saw the touchdown. 100% the second best receiver on this team. Um, just sure. keep him on your bench right now. Um, I wouldn't feel great about playing him, though. I
0: want to see just a little bit more usage. All right. Sounds good. Dolphins, Raiders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is, the team with
1: neither one has a quarterback. Are you playing anyone on the Dolphins? Confident. Will Fuller should be out there. It looks like Will Fuller will be I out there this enough. week. Um Waddle did okay. Yeah, I guess you fine. could say he did okay. Um not playing Waddle though. Um I I mean the Miami was just demoralized.
0: <laughs> this is a hard game to kind of in this kind game, of go off of.
1: Yeah, Waddle saw the second most targets with A, caught six of them forty-eight yards. Um, I will be curious how Will Fuller throws this all up in the air, and that's another reason why I don't want to start any of the wide receivers. And Probably Brissett's going to be out there who didn't have a great time out there when he came in. Gaskin's the one guy I guess you could throw out there, but again, he's not seeing enough work. Like he saw five targets, four receptions for 21 yards. The targets are good, but all four of the people who took rushing attempts last week, you had Miles Gaskin with five carries. Malcolm Brown had five carries. Salvin Ahmed had six carries. Jacoby Brissett had four carries.
0: Yeah. Lots of, Lots of carries to spread.
1: Yeah, and Miles Gaskin had the longest run. He had the most yards, not by much, but just he's give the it more to efi- Gaskin. Yeah,
0: he's the more efficient he runner. Yes, it, it's it's what Miami did back with Kenyon Drake. I feel like where they're just committing it, and I get it, it's fine. But guys, like if you have an efficient runner, just let him run. Yeah, just let him run. Please, for my fantasy sake.
1: Yeah. And Gasecki saw six targets, caught three of them for 41 yards. I mean, he's one of those guys you could throw out there, maybe, and hope for a touchdown, but I would try and avoid it this week. Raiders side. Ish. Uh, it'd be really nice if Carr's back there because Carr's look good this year. Um, I mean, he always looks good, just never really great. He'll have great games, but Carr, um, Yeah, I just hope he's out there. Um, Payne Barber saw all the work on the ground, and he was super good with it. He saw 13 carries for 32 yards. That's a 2.5 yards per carry. Um, Kenyon Drake didn't do any better on the ground, but at least Kenyon Drake saw six targets, five receptions for 46 yards. Looks like Josh Jacobs is going to be out again. Drake, you can throw out there as a flex play. Hope the receiving work. Maybe he gets in the end zone. Henry Ruggs. He caught two deep passes. Um, without Carr, though, I'm not looking at him. Waller, if there, if Carr's not out there, the only guy I'm looking at is Waller. He didn't have a great game in this. Five receptions for 65 yards. Coming off a 19-target game, only having seven, but he's Darren Waller. Um, I do want to shout out Brian Edwards again. He only saw three targets, caught all three of them for 40 yards. Looks the pick. he he looks he good looks out good. there and there was a touchdown play that was called back on a penalty. It was like fifteen yards or something. Um you can keep him on the back of your bench if you want. You could drop him if you want, that's just dependent on your team. Um but um I think he's worthy of a roster spot still. Um Rugs. If Derek Carr's out
0: there, I'm not playing him. <laughs> Yeah, sounds good. I want to get to this next game because this okay. one's a more fun about. Bucks, Rams. This yeah. is the one I was telling you earlier that I've had circled. Yeah. I think this is gonna be a fun game. Yeah, it should be. And sure. let's see, what they got it over under fifty four and a half. Uh I'll just take the over. Yeah. Let's go for it. Um, yeah. I
1: I, <laughs> I think this could be huge. Uh you start Brady. Even against this Rams defense. I'm starting Brady. <laughs> Why would you not? Again, he's got nine touchdowns on the season. Fournette, it just seems like that's the guy they want in the backfield right now. Um, he's seeing the receiving work out of the backfield. He's seeing the rushing attempts. He's the most efficient on the ground. Against this Rams defense, though, I would be really hesitant to play him. He's the guy I'd pick over Ronald Jones. Fournette's like a low end flex play. You're probably just hoping for a rushing touchdown. Mike Evans, though. Yep. Shout out if you played him at DFS. He was the guy this week. Um caught he saw the most targets with nine, but only caught five of them. 75 yards though, and the two touchdowns. Um Mike Evans looked good. Godwin looked good again. He caught four of his five targets for 62 yards and a touchdown. Bronk ended up in the end zone twice. Um you can play all three of these. I do want to talk about Antonio Brown was not a factor in this game. Yeah. At all. Three yep. targets, caught one of them for 17 yards.
0: Yep. So everybody that was trying to jump on Antonio Brown last week in yeah, trades. No. He's, definitely, he the, he's
1: definitely the third receiver in this game. Um,
0: you, can, you can
1: still throw him out there if you want as a flex play just because th- how this offense works. Um, but Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are always going to be locks in your lineup. Gronk is a playable tight end. We did see O.J. Howard, is, he still exists. Um, he caught his one target for 21 yards. Um, Gronk's the tight end you want to go with, though, if you're going to play a tight end from this team, obviously. Um, yeah, it's Brady, it's Mike Evans, it's Chris Godwin, it's Gronk. And you can throw Brown out there if you want, but um, you probably
0: have a better option. You want to talk to Rams? Yeah, I do want to talk to Rams because how awesome is it seeing Matthew Stafford play so freaking well? <laughs> how awesome is Cooper
1: <laughs> Cup, man? Like Cooper Cup is running the league right now.
0: Yeah, it, it it's been it's been a blast watching this team. I understand, like, you know, with them leaving St. Louis and whatnot, it's kind of annoying. But it is really it is really fun to still watch them and kind of root for them a little bit. But Matthew Stafford again had an interception, first one he's had all season. So I mean, he still threw two he's touchdowns. Still, he looks good. though. And Cooper Cup, yeah, like you said, eleven targets, nine receptions, two touchdowns, one hundred and sixty-three yards. Like he didn't even. He he didn't even have numbers like that with Jared Goff.
1: I mean, he had games like that, but it just it does look and feel a little bit different. Like
0: it's, it's still a little bit more. Yeah. Like he had nine reception games, but I don't think for 163 and two. I mean, he's definitely had a game like that before. But well, probably, but it's not consistently. Woods, if you're concerned,
1: keep playing keep playing him. He saw nine targets in this game, only caught five of them for sixty four yards. That's not a bad game, right. especially if he got in the end zone. He saw two rushing attempts for six yards. Keep playing woods, he's a high in flex play right now, low and wide receiver two. Cooper cup's a high end wide receiver one right now. like
0: yeah, Cooper cup's going for
1: on fire. yeah. it's him and Tyler Locker right now who are just running the wide receivers. right. um we got to talk about Daryl Henderson though. um might be playing in this game. We're not sure yet. um just keep watching the reports. um Daryl Henderson has looked good. When he's been in there, they've been throwing him the ball. Um, but Sony Michelle, he honestly didn't look bad when he came in there. Ten carries for forty six yards. If Daryl Henderson's out, how confident are you in Sony Michelle? Are you playing him?
0: I don't mind it. I I mean, I I don't know. I I'd put him in a flex. Obviously, it yeah. wouldn't be like a two or anything. If
1: Henderson's out there; he'll be a low in RB two. This is a
0: tough Bucks defense. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it is. But I mean, I'm I'm definitely confident with Sony in the offense. It's just this week against the Bucks is a little challenging. Yeah. But I think moving forward, if Daryl Henderson isn't going to be able to come back and play, I, I'm confident that Sonny Michelle can step in and still yeah, get the job done. And
1: Tyler Higbee, you, you can't start right now. I don't know what's going on. He looks good when he's catching the ball, but he only saw one target in this game. Week one was a lot better than this week, but look somewhere else.
0: Yeah, it's very disappointing because that's who I have in my redraft league. Again. Yeah. So disappointing. Sorry. Yeah, well, what are you going to do about it? Nothing. Nothing. Seahawks-Vikings. This is going to be a good game. I think this is going to be a really
1: good game. I think this is going to be possibly the highest scoring game on the week. It's probably either going to be this one or the Bucks-Rams game. Um, What side do you want to delve into first? Let's go with the Vikings. Okay. Vikings-Dalvin Cook looked real, real good last week. If um, you didn't want to know any, if you didn't know that, um... <laughs> Cousins. I didn't know that. I like him this week. Yeah. We'll talk about him later. He is definitely a guy you can play this week if you're looking at a streamer position. Dude, you want to hear
0: the craziest stat I heard too, by the way? Sure. All yeah. right. I love crazy stats. Are you ready for this? And we already know because we're talking about Kirk Cousins, but he has the most games lost by three points or less than any quarterback in the past two years. That makes sense. <laughs> like, and I thought about him like, No, that does make sense. Because I swear, how many times last year, I think they had like five or six games stretch where it was like by three points. (laughs) I'm just like, this is sad. Yeah. Continue.
1: Justin Jefferson, he saw 10 targets in this game. Only caught six of them for 65 yards. He did get in the end zone. Um, He outperformed Thielen in this game. He's seeing more targets, but you can just tell the defenses are keying in on him a little bit more. Justin Jefferson's blow up games are coming. Don't be scared. He's still a low end wide receiver one. Thielen is a mid low end wide receiver two in this game. He's just he's getting in the end zone still like he's just he's still getting in the end zone. Just keep playing him. Um Want to shout out KJ Osborne. He's Sounds- looked really good the first two weeks. You're not playing him, but if you're in a dynasty league. If he's on your waiver wire, pick him up. I think he's a trade worthy candidate. I think he could definitely be the guy for when thielen has gone to develop in this offense. He looks good out there. He caught 5 of his 6 targets for 91 yards and a touchdown. Another good game coming off his good week one performance. I just wanted to note that in case um you weren't
0: in case you're doing dynasty. Yeah. Yeah, cuz we all need to.
1: Seattle side. Mhm. Is Tyler Lockett going to like rule the
0: world one day? Apparently. Yeah, I mean, it's what, two week back-to-back weeks now or it's just Lights out, Tyler Lockett. Man, he is so good at times. Almost 200 yards on the week. I mean, what was it, like 180 or something? Well, for a while,
1: he had like three receptions for like 120 yards and a touchdown. Like so stupid. (laughs) He ended the game with 11 targets, eight receptions for 178 yards and a touchdown. He is unstoppable out there right now. DK Metcalf, I know you're a little worried about him right now. Don't be worried about DK Metcalf. He saw eleven targets in this game, caught six of them for fifty-three yards. Some of them were contested catches. Um, you keep playing them. They're both low-end wide receiver ones, high-end wide receiver twos. I love Russell Wilson in this game. I love, I just love everyone in this game for both sides. Um, you can start all of them. Chris Carson didn't have a great game in this. Game, he only saw 13 carries for 31 yards. They just weren't running the ball a lot against Tennessee, especially late when Tennessee was coming back, but he got in the end zone twice. So that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. I am kind of mad they're not throwing to Gerald Everett more. You can't play him. You don't have to keep him on your bench and redraft leagues. Freddie Swain, shout out, had one big play in this game. Um
0: He <laughs> did have one big play.
1: That's it for this game. I, I, I'm really excited to watch this game.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, it, it is uh, considered the highest point over under for the week. So 55, where the Rams are 54.5. So we'll see if that holds up. But uh, let's jump to the Packers 49ers. Yeah, back to back primetime games for the Packers. San Francisco's
1: four point favorites in this game right now.
0: Don't blame them. Packers are currently losing, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's a tight game. Did they
1: tie it? Regardless. Um, um, it's halftime. We'll talk about next week's game. Um, The Packers. Right now, Aaron Jones is looking great. He was one of my guys last week. I called out for this week. Um, You always start him. Rodgers, you're going to start. Devontae Adams, you're going to start. Tanyan, I, it's going to depend how this week goes, to be honest. Because week one was rough. I like Tanyan, but we're going to have to see something. The interesting side here is the 49ers side. Debo is another receiver right now who's just
0: on fire. He's
1: ruling the world. Like he is out there killing he it. The I believe he's leading the league in receiving yards right now. If you didn't know. Jimmy doesn't look like Jimmy's Jimmy. Um the running backs look good out there. Elijah Mitchell didn't have a great game in this game. Jamichael Hasty was the highest efficiency wise. Bailey saw five carries. It sucks. Trey Sermon finally gets a carry in an NFL game, and on that one carry, he gets concussed. They called back the play, I actually believe, because he um of the hit. It just hopefully Trey Sermon can get out there. I want to see Trey Sermon on the field because that run looked good. <laughs> um
0: then you find somebody.
1: Yeah. I'm playing Debo in this game for obviously he's a high end wide receiver too right now. If Elijah Mitchell's back out there, I'm playing him. If he's not, I'm not playing any running back because I honestly have no idea what to expect out of this team if Elijah Mitchell's not there. um, We can talk about um some other guys in this. Well, Kittle, don't worry about Kittle. They just haven't really needed him. He'll get back to it. Um, Dude,
0: okay. One more, um, I'm going to slap you. Move on. Just letting you know. You um, can, you're killing me. <laughs> yeah. Killing me. Don't make me think about it too much. Well, now you're going to. I'm just going to start stopping. Um. God, see, you, oh, geez.
1: Continue. Brandon Ayuk. Drop him. You cannot. Him. Pl- no, don't, don't. Don't drop him. <laughs> don't drop him. Fast take. Drop him. But you cannot play him right now. No, you can't. He um, saw two targets in this game, caught one of them for six yards. I don't know what's going on. You know, I have no idea what's going on with him.
0: I don't really care about him right now. I've got Debo on my team. I want to know more about George Kittle. What is going on with Kittle?
1: I just don't think they really need him right now.
0: Dude, your scoring's. F- I mean, you barely beat the Eagles. I mean, what kind I of I mean, if you kind of this final game, this, it by wasn't the way? really. 17 11. Yeah. <laughs> what is this, baseball? Um, Actually, it'd be really high scoring for baseball. It just doesn't look like a football score. No, it doesn't. So. It, 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 he's still, he's one of the most dominant tight ends in football. And he had 17 yards on four receptions. Let's keep playing Kittle. I have to. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't,
1: yeah, uh, I don't yeah. Really have much of a choice. I, I'm, I'm really like, yeah, it sucks. He hasn't been I drafted been great. him in the third round. It sucks he hasn't been great the first two weeks, but you just, you keep playing him. Good times are around the corner.
0: Do you think Jimmy G's going to continue with his job?
1: Yeah, for the time being, for sure. All right. I mean, Trey Lance didn't throw a pass in this game. Um didn't even get a rushing attempt in this game.
0: Um killing kid. We done? You do the with we, that game, yeah. All right. Eagles, Cowboys. We're gonna have a lot of animosity between us now. Yeah, this is the Monday night game, division game. It's uh Eagles coming off of a apparently scoring eleven points, which is so weird. Yeah, uh, you <laughs> almost did it again. Maybe. Oh. We sh- we should just ask all the listeners, hey, what should James do every time he says um? Like with a rubber band on the wrist thing, should we poke him with a fork? What should we do? Let's not ask anyone anything. Or if if next week if you hit over forty, like you gotta like wear makeup or something, like I you know, just I'm just thinking of something. Hurts in this game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> didn't play a great game. Yeah, way to um, try to
0: get back on track.
1: Rushing attempts, 10 carries, 82 yards, a rushing touchdown. You know what you're going to get out of them. Miles Sanders, he honestly didn't look bad in this game. He didn't see a ton of receiving work, though. Two re- two targets, one reception. Kenneth Gainwell just barely saw more. He's definitely the best rusher on this team. They are going deep, though. Yeah, They are letting Jalen Hurts throw the ball deep. Devonta Smith, he only caught two passes for 16 yards on seven targets. Sucks coming after his week one. Good performance. I'm still willing to play him as a high-end flex. They threw to him a lot down deep. He was just heavily covered by the San Francisco defense. Goddard did not have a great game. Caught all of his two targets for some reason. He's only seen two targets for 24 yards. And uh, Quez Watkins. Who? Exactly. Um, He caught... Two passes for 117 yards. One of them was a 91 yard reception. So, <laughs> well, that'll do it. Hertz is a low end QB one, high end QB two. Devonta Smith, like I said, flex play. Goddard, mid pack tight end play.
0: I love all of the Jalen Hertz fans that like waited and drafted him late and redraft this year. And after Week One's, like, see, we told you. And I mean, then he has, after, he's been good. And after this week, is just no. I'm just saying, it's just really funny because it's like the tale of two seasons already. I mean, he only had 190 yards. Yeah, he only threw the ball 23 times. So. Yeah, well, I mean, and you lost. You probably should have thrown more.
1: Yeah, I guess that's an argument.
0: I don't know. It doesn't take a genius to figure that out. You should out. just tell every team that loses to score the ball more. You mean throw the ball more? Just score in general. Yeah, well, I mean, that's how you win. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but the team that scores more points wins the game. That is a novel concept. Yeah. That's how it works. Cowboys scored more points and they won their game. They did yeah. almost lost though. I believe <laughs> they, they lost they on
1: a missed field goal. If oh. I do, I mean, if I'm not mistaken. Was that their game?
0: Yes. Well, let's check. Yeah, double double check. It's it was 2017. Yeah. I think it would have tied it though. Obviously.
1: Okay. Um, Dak, you play him. I really hope Amari Cooper's out there though, but I wouldn't. Bet too much on it right now. We're just gonna have to wait and see.
0: Come on, come on, get to the rushing.
1: Oh, you want to talk about the running? back? Yeah, I want to you talk want about the running about back, dude.
0: Tony Pollard, <laughs> Zeke. Um, it is time to hand in your papers. You have officially been fired, and we will move forward with Tony Pollard as our running back because he's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Zeke, I mean he he ran for four point four yards per carry in this game, which isn't bad. Saw a touchdown. He had a nineteen yard run in this game. He didn't look awful, but Tony Pollard. Pollard did look really <laughs> he good. Looks so good. He was good in the receiving game. It's just it's going to be split down the middle. Um I did it again. Yep.
0: CD Lamb Probably is like really 15, good. 15 guys.
1: 15. 9 targets, 8 receptions, 81 yards. You play CD Lamb mid tier if do you feel better or worse about CD Lamb if Amari Cooper is there? If Ma- if Amari Cooper's there, do you feel better about CD Lamb or worse?
0: I I don't care. I told you to begin with, I think CeeDee Lamb is going to have the better season. Okay. So, he can be there or not be there. I'm I, still I, taking CeeDee Lamb. I
1: feel a little bit worse if Amari Cooper's not there just because it's just one less thing for the defense to focus on, but you still play CeeDee Lamb as a wide receiver too. Amari Cooper can get out there. He's a wide receiver too. I see what
0: you're asking now. That was not very clear. Yeah, if Amari Cooper's not there, not playing, then, because Michael Gallup's already out too. Yes. Yeah.
1: You're still playing yeah, them. You're if, still yeah. If they're out there, playing the Eagles, who cares? It's, it's just about expectations. Eagles defense honestly looks pretty good. They don't look bad out there, but it's you have.
0: Do you play... like? I don't. Are they <laughs> yeah, both? Don't fle- know what, are they both flex plays? You don't know what to do with Zeke. Uh, are they both RB twos? I mean, which one I, do you prefer? I, I, I. At this point, I prefer Tony Pollard. I I think it's going to take I'm, another week to on figure one out. One more
1: week. Zeke, yeah. Zeke over Pollard, but Zeke's
0: a low in RB2. Pollard you
1: can throw out there as a as a flex player. It's
0: hard because Tony Pollard again, he only had 13 carries, but he 8.4 average. And it's not like that's far fetched cuz like last week it was similar. Like he's just really efficient. He looks he looks quicker on the field. He looks like he's able to get downfield way faster than Zeke. Zeke's just like a bruiser. Yeah. You know. And and Tony Pollard's like that. Zeke ab- looks perfect great change. when
1: he's got a 5-yard hole to run through. He looks great. I also
0: feel like he's really good when he has like 5 yards to run so he can build up the momentum.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's
0: just not <laughs> like, like you know, it's like the 18-wheeler versus the sports car. Yeah. You know, it, you just need to get going. Once it's going, it's great, but it's got to get like going. that comparison. Yeah, that's fine. But you, I love it.
1: <laughs> okay. That's why I did it. Okay. I think we're done with the week three matchup previews.
0: I don't know. I'm trying to think of some more analogies between Zeke and Tony. You know? I got nothing, but that I thought that was fine. You know what? Put in the comments if you like that one or not. So thanks guys. But uh, anything else about week three? No. Let's jump into our DFS picks. So if you guys are DFS players, we do DraftKings. And because they are the best shout out DraftKings. Uh, so this is what uh, we recommend for your lineups this week. Last week we did win some money. So if you guys uh, followed us and listened to what we said, you yeah, we money. handed
1: out a uh, Tom Brady last week. A uh, good play. Um, Nick Chubb, Chris Carson ended up being good. Um, pretty good plays. Mike Evans, Cooper Cub, great plays. So um, yeah. we're not horrible. Well, we, we,
0: we, we will, we will miss, but um, everybody's going to miss, but m- more times than that, we win money. So if you want to make money, Check it out.
1: So quarterbacks for this week, they're both in the same game. I said it earlier. I love this game. I love everyone in this game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kirk Cousins is $6,300 versus Seattle and Russell Wilson, $7,600 versus Minnesota.
0: Yeah, I definitely take my shot with Kirk Cousins here just because of the cheaper cheaper cost. But yeah, I don't think you can go wrong. Yeah, I like we, we think this is going to be an extremely high-scoring game. Yep.
1: Um, running back-wise, I'll let you talk about the first guy.
0: Yeah, David Montgomery. Yeah. Again, he's going to be my uh, my monster guy this week. Yeah. Against Cleveland, $6,100. I guess Cleveland just look
1: good this year, too. Yeah. Yes. And that is a cheap And they price. need him. They yeah. need him, especially
0: yeah. if Andy Dalton's not going to play. They're going to rely very heavily on that run game against Cleveland.
1: Yeah. Uh, but th- we'll throw Najee Harris in here, $6,600 for Cincinnati. Last week was our first kind of mm-hmm. really seeing Najee Harris in this game. He was very good in the passing game, rushing wise. He did. Good enough. Uh, against Cincinnati, $6,600. You know he's going to see a ton of volume. I like this play a lot. And I'll talk about the last guy here because, again, he's the guy I'm taking my shot on this week. It's Javante Williams. Mm-hmm. He's only $4,900. Super, super cheap against the Jets. I think you could throw him out there. and He's more of a tournament play, calling your shot for a big game out of him, how cheap he is, but um, I like him.
0: Yeah, you, you. Yeah, I mean, it really might be worth it because sometimes you guys might take, you know, maybe pay up for some guys, and he could be a really good you cheap ha- option.
1: And daily, you have to take shots on players. Just, just it's just how it works out. How the yeah. money works. Like you're yeah. gonna have to go to the bottom of the barrel sometimes and look for.
0: If, players. You, ever, if you ever go look at the lineup that the guy that wins like the hundred grand, yeah at least two of those players were like, if you just like make everyone
1: around the same price and just go all middle guys, you're not going to win. You're never going to win big.
0: Yeah. And you're just, yeah, definitely not. All right. Wide receivers. We talked about him a little bit earlier. Marquise Brown, Mm -hmm. $5,600 against Detroit. He's been looking good. He's He's been been getting a ton of targets. He's
1: been looking really good so far this year.
0: Yeah. So and at 5,600 bucks cheap, that's pretty cheap for a guy. We said this all last year about Deontay Johnson. Yep. If he continues, he could be our Deontay Johnson this year. It's early. It is early. I said, if you can keep it up. I still
1: want to wait a little bit before I get too wrapped up in Marquise Brown. I kind of want to wait a little bit for Rashad Bateman. See what happens. To see how that messes things up. But I think
0: it might help it, hopefully.
1: If they're going to pass the ball more. That's but true. Yeah. That's Second true. Second guy. Another guy. Real cheap. Marvin Jones. $4,900 versus Arizona. After he's played the first two weeks in the targets he's seeing, I don't know why he's $4,900. I like this play a lot. Um, did it again. Now I'm just gonna call him out. Um. <laughs> yep. You go to the next guy.
0: Yeah, Justin Jefferson, 72 against Seattle. If you want to do one of those stacks between can, Cousins and uh, yeah, Jefferson, or if you're
1: going Russell Wilson, you could throw a Lockett or DK Metcalf in there. I just went with Jefferson. Yeah. I think this could
0: be the game. I think it's going to be a good stack where, or a good yes. game where you can do that stack yes. though. I don't always say that, and usually it's because both the wide receiver and the quarterback are very high priced. Mm-hmm. But with Kirk Cousins at 6300 yeah, it Yeah, Russell
1: Wilson and, like, a Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf is going to cost you a lot more than a Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson.
0: Yeah, and it can be just as profitable.
1: Oh, yeah. So. Last receiver we got here, Corlin Sutton, coming off a great game. He's $6,000 against the Jets. He, he should continue what he did last week, the dominant workhorse wide receiver in this game. Going to destroy it in targets. I think it's going to be another big game. I think he's going to finally get in the end zone this year. Portland Southern looks like a great
0: play. All right. Robert Tony just scored a touchdown. There we go. Yeah, it's about time. So, all right. Tight ends. T.J. Hawkinson. Yes. Talked about him briefly as well. Uh, earlier. Yeah, I
1: think that's funny. I think that's both of our uh, picks. Yep. We, these are both our guys we picked for Monster Guys this week, too. So,
0: yeah. Look, yeah. look at us. Uh, so, yeah, T.J. against Baltimore. Again, Detroit just doesn't have a ton. He's already scored a touchdown oh, in this he game. He's 100% their best receiving threat. 100%. I, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And, dude, the long, like, the long blonde hair now. Like, I don't remember his hair always being that long, but he's just looking good out there, man. Just looking real good. Just look that hair back I mean, and forth.
1: hair definitely it makes, makes you, better. you better. And the longer it is, the faster you are. Yeah. I think everyone knows And that. stronger.
0: Yeah. I don't know about Samson stronger. style, you know?
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Yeah, just give you that just one. throwing that out there.
1: My tight end pick for daily is Kyle Pitts, forty nine hundred dollars. It's a little bit cheaper than T.J. Hawkinson, but I think this is going to be like we talked about earlier with the Atlanta matchup. He's been seeing the targets last week, especially he was starting to make some big plays mm-hmm. in there. I think this is going to be a big game for Kyle Pitts against
0: the Giants. Let's hope so. I mean, I know there's a bunch of Kyle Pitts fan out there, especially oh, them I mean, in Atlanta. I mean, it's
1: not like we never <laughs> not like like Kyle Pitts is yeah incredibly uh, just on a town. It's just rookie tight ends exactly. guys just. Bear so far, it is very promising, though. I'll yeah. give
0: him that. Well, he should be. He's supposed to be the generational tight end. He's, he <laughs> might be. He will be. there. Yeah, for sure. Just won't all happen at once, guys. But anything else we want to add to DFS picks for this week? No. Okay. Uh, real quick, just don't forget, check out Generate Health, uh, partnering with them, and we don't want you to miss out on some really cool opportunities to to be able to... Maybe donate or, or get to know get to know them over at Generate Health, and, and just see what they're all about. So you can kind of come follow us on our social media pages. We'll have things up for them. And James, if they wanted to search for them um, through our social media pages, where could they find us at?
1: Oh uh, yeah, Twitter and Facebook at the TFL Monsters, YouTube, Apple Podcast, and the internet in general. The Fancy Monsters or the Fancy Monsters Podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. Also, guys, check out the website. Got some new gear. We just released a new T-shirt that we both really really enjoy. Um, so go check that out as well. Um, but thanks again, everybody, for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Cable Ben James. We'll catch you next week. Have a go. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not here on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts. Oh, these chains can keep me down. Yeah. I can be rude, be in the mood. I can be rotten. I can be cool, minding the fool, but never forgotten. Weeping in the dark waiting for you